Welcome to Public Safety Talk Radio, the podcast for all of our heroes of public safety, including law enforcement professionals, firefighters, EMTs, corrections officers, healthcare workers, and more. The show is produced by the POCUA and is founded upon its soundness initiative. This episode is sponsored by the finest service organization, a provider of line of duty death loan protection through many of our POCUA institutions. I'm Ken Bader, your host for Public Safety Talk Radio, and I am really excited about launching season two of our podcast and our video podcast, because we have two versions here. And... I have so much great content planned for this season. I can, I can hardly contain myself. Uh, we worked really hard to make sure that there were plenty of episodes in each of the pillars, financial, physical, emotional, and professional. And we're starting out with physical this season. I wanted to have a little bit of fun in that you know, I know we cover some really hard and deep and tough subjects here on Public Safety Talk Radio, and, and they're necessary, but sometimes we just need to have a little fun. So we dug into nutrition for first responders with Tina McDermott, who's a weight loss coach, speaker, and inspirational cook. She gave us such great content that I actually need to break it up into two parts. So here is part one of episode one of season two. Enjoy it and looking forward to bringing you a great season of Public Safety Talk Radio. So we're going to cover a subject that we really haven't covered on Public Safety Talk Radio and have some fun. I know sometimes we, we cover some rather heavy subjects here on the podcast, but we're going to have some fun today with some food. But before I get to this great guest and tell you a little bit about her, and on these shows, especially since we're talking about food, I want to highlight some of our first responder businesses that are based upon food. And I am actually drinking fire department coffee today. And you know what? It is damn good. I appreciate they even sent me a damn decal. That's pretty cool. And I will tell you, I'm drinking it out of my How to Love Our Cops cup. So I'm covering two bases in the first responders. And it is really good. I will tell you, I would give that about an eight and a half or a nine out of 10. Uh, it's a dark roast, which I usually like. And it is very bold, but has a nice smooth finish. Uh, almost as good as our spot, one of our big longstanding sponsors, Blue Angel Coffee. It's right there with, with Blue Angel. And I'll talk about Blue Angel next time. But let's talk about Tina McDermott, who calls herself the inspirational lazy chef. Uh, <laughs> who's going to be sharing some tips on preparation and nutrition on the go for first responders. Uh, but she helps busy people, entrepreneurs, and obviously first responders find joy in the kitchen and release weight naturally. I want to hear about that. And keep it off forever without yo-yo dieting. Um, she's got a great bio here. I can go on and on, but let's talk to Tina. Tina, welcome to the show. Hello, Ken. Thank you so much for having me here today. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to my kitchen. Yeah, you got an awesome kitchen. My wife is going to be jealous. Ah. <laughs> yep. Designed it myself. Designed it myself. 
now she's really going to be jealous. We have a number of things. There's soup. There's uh, chia pudding parfait. There's salads on the go. There's all kinds of stuff here that we're going to talk about. What do you want to start with, Tina, and what would be good for first responders to be preparing? You know, I, 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 I want to start with all of them. I know. <laughs> I want to start with all of them, and I'm having a hard time deciding, but you know, let's start with the soup. Let's start with the soup. And I made this, I call it marvelous Mexican soup. I did make it already, but I'm going to talk you through how I made it in less okay. than 10 minutes. You guys ready? Are you ready? You're We're ready. ready. Go for okay. it. Now, first of all, right, here we go. You have to use muscles in a kitchen. Did you know that? All right. <laughs> now, don't, now don't burn yourself again like you did off camera, no, okay? I will not burn myself again, no. So let's talk about soup. Um, first of all, you do not have to have an instant pot to make this soup. You can easily make this soup in a crock pot or even a pot on the stove. But I don't know about you, but I'm lazy. I don't have time to stand there in front of the stove and stirring stuff. So I'm going to do my lazy method and use my instant pot. Now, if you hear that noise, mm -hmm. what I'm doing is I'm releasing the pressure in the pot. Okay, so can, can you still hear me while that pressure is oh, being yeah. Okay, good. I, so, I, I can hear you. I can could, I could hear and see the steam. This is awesome. Yeah, always use, <laughs> if you're using an Instant Pot, always use a cloth to release the steam. Okay, and if you don't have an Instant Pot, I hope that I, I inspire you to get one, especially if you are on the go, you don't have a lot of time, you got stuff to do, okay? Now, this is nice when you make a big pot of soup because when you come home from a, a, a crazy busy day, you have soup in the refrigerator ready to go, okay? Mm -hmm. This is gonna take a few moments to decompress. Is that the right word, decompress, depressurize? But I'm gonna tell you how lazy I am when I made this. I got <laughs> chicken from my freezer. I threw the frozen chicken in here. Mm -hmm. Chicken breast, chicken thighs, whatever I have. And even if it has the bone on, I have no problem throwing it in because I can fish the bone out later. Sure. Here's the thing, Ken, if you are using a crock pot, never start with frozen because hmm. it takes a long time to come up to temperature and there's that danger zone of, uh, uh, of uh, that temperature that can cause bacteria. So never okay. start from frozen in your crock pot. So the difference is two things with the Instant Pot versus the crock pot. three things. Number one, no frozen. Number two, it takes four hours on high, eight hours on, on low in the crock pot. And number three, it takes a lot more time with the crock pot. And this, <laughs> I could have it done in 20 minutes, okay? Now, what I did before the show is mm -hmm. I threw all of these products, all the food into this pot. It took me less than 10 minutes. I guarantee it took me less than 10 minutes. So I threw in the frozen chicken and then I threw in, let me see what I have over here, a can of crushed tomatoes. Okay. okay. You know what? If you had, if you didn't have a can of crushed tomatoes, but you had whole tomatoes, throw them in. It doesn't matter. Um, but maybe you didn't have tomatoes at all. And maybe you had taco sauce, mm -hmm. throw that in. Maybe you didn't have taco sauce or you had some salsa, some green salsa, some red salsa. It doesn't have to be crushed tomatoes. Mm -hmm. What do you have in your pantry? I've been doing a lot of this over the last year. Is It's hard for us to get to the store and get all of our groceries. And, and 
you don't have to follow a recipe to a T. Sure. The world is your oyster. You can jazz it up any way you like. And it's really good with salsa. So I put the salt, the, the tomato sauce in there. Then I put, you ready? Chipotle's. If you haven't <laughs> had Chipotle's, but don't, don't put the whole can in because you, as much as my husband loves spicy stuff, the whole mm -hmm. can is way too many. So I put like four or five yeah. and, the, and the rest I store in a glass container in the fridge, not in this can. Do not store in the can. Okay. Why wouldn't you store it in the can? Because the, um, first of all, make sure your cans don't have, aren't lined with BPA, which is plastic and it's okay. a xenoestrogen. Yeah. It disrupts hormones. Also the metal will, uh, leach into the food hmm. so you, you, you just don't want that don't ever 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 store anything in cans now, in, in now the see that shows that just shows my ignorance i'm sure our firefighter friends would already know that but go ahead <laughs> yeah, they, they just might and then i put a can of diced jalapenos in there you know you don't have to throw the jalapenos in there along with the chipotles but why not why not you can throw a can of beans I'm not a bean person. My husband is, so I'll put beans in his soup as he eats it. I don't like beans, <laughs> but, but you're more we're than not, We're not going to go to as to why you hate beans, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them. I just hated them. I don't like them. Um, but, but anyhow, you can throw a can of beans in there. You don't have to worry about that. And then I put some spices in there. Now, what I did, because I'm lazy, and if I have to open up, all of these jars every time i make this mm -hmm. soup i'm not making it because i don't have time for that i'm too lazy too much so what i did is i had 10 minutes in between clients this morning i opened up all these jars and i put them into my mix i make nice. my own mexican spice mix and i made four times the recipe so now i have it in my pantry my husband loves this soup so i'll make it at least <laughs> once a month and now I have my spices already mixed. So I have a word on spices, Ken, the really super important. Yeah. The reason why I personally home make most of my food is because many spices that you buy on the market have MSG in them. Hmm. You don't know that they have MSG because it's hidden under the word spices. Those Natural bastards. I know, tell me about it. <laughs> Natural flavors, autolyzed yeast extract, so many different words that you're like, oh, it's yeast. It's fine. No, it's not. If you don't know exactly what it is, it's likely MSG. And here's the issue with MSG, Ken, and this is really important, is mm -hmm. that MSG crosses that blood-brain barrier that's supposed to protect your brain. Yeah. But MSG, which has no nutritional value other than it makes you eat more, goes to the brain cells that are most susceptible and it excites them until they die. It's called mm. an excitotoxin. Now, having suffered from Lyme, Lyme disease, chronic Lyme disease, it affected my brain. If I get anywhere near anything that has MSG, I just, my brain doesn't function. And wow. I like a functioning brain. <laughs> I we, like to stay sharp. We like you having a functioning <laughs> brain because I'm learning yeah. a lot already. <laughs> yeah, good, good. So, so just be careful of the spices in your pantry. And I, I, I challenge everyone to go through your spice cabinet and take a look. If there are any ambiguous words on your spices, likely it's MSG. You can go to the enlightenedworkinggroup.org, ewg.org, and get a list of all of the 
um, spice, all of the names that MSG is hidden under. I think there's 78 of them, 78 of them. Now, I did cut up an onion. Back to the soup. Back to the soup. Back to the soup. Now a word from our sponsor, the Police Officers Credit Union Association. The POCUA can suggest a credit union that serves public safety professionals in practically every state in the country. One state we definitely have covered is California. The police credit union serves all law enforcement personnel and their civilian co-workers, including volunteers within California, employed by any municipal, county, state, or federal agency or special district. They also serve firefighters, EMTs, and court employees in nine counties within the state. The Police Credit Union has proudly been serving first responders since 1953. For more information about the Police Credit Union, go to thepolicecu.org or call 800-222-1391. To find an institution to serve you in any of the other 49 states, go to policecreditunions.com. And always remember, if you aren't banking with a POCUA credit union, you're just working with an institution that just so happens to serve public safety professionals and you deserve better. <laughs> Back to the onion. Remember I told you that I'm lazy. Mm -hmm. I used my mandolin to cut my onion. Yep. Which, which, which could be really, really damn dangerous if you don't use it properly. <laughs> well, I'm sure a lot of the first uh, responders know that. And I have two, things to say about that. Number one, I've got my protective glove, so mm -hmm. I keep all of my digits intact. And number two, I have this thing that you use that yeah. slips. Yeah, the whole, yeah, so you got double protection there. Well, it slips if you hold this with the glove, so you can do one or the other. If you're gonna use a mandolin and be lazy like me, don't be that lazy to not get your glove out or to not use this grippy yeah. thing, okay? So, Sometimes a lot of people tell me that onions make them cry. Ken, would you like for me to teach you how to cut an onion to not cry? No, I want to cry. I want to show my feminine side. All right, I'll throw that away. <laughs> Go ahead. No, yes, that was the wrong, that was the wrong. Yes, I would love to see, you know, the, the, ir the irony is, is, is I, my, as I mentioned before, my wife is an awesome cook. Oh. And, and she, she uses onions in quite a bit of, of her cooking. But yeah. as, as I also mentioned, we live in a small house and, you know, so literally where I sit in the chair in the living room is probably less than eight feet away from where she's chopping her onions. And you and, cry. And I start crying. So yeah, if you can give <sighs> this tip, I'll pass it along to her because I, I don't really, I don't really want to cry while I'm watching the baseball game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. So, okay, here it is. Here's my onion, and if you see this piece here, this is what was in the ground. That was the root that was in the ground, right. okay? So think hair, like it looks like a little hairy. If you look close, but you really can't see it probably on the camera. That's the side that goes up, and that is the root bulb that you want to cut out. And look, I'm not making any promises, my friend. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not. But they say that if you cut this root bulb out, you'll have less tears. Now, I love onions, so I very rarely cry when I cut onions. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna put my paring knife in and I'm going to cut out that nasty little root bulb. Oh. And they say that if you cut out that nasty little root bulb, that you won't cry. 
Now, <laughs> here's my real trick. If you, you, may, you, may, you may still cry. It just won't be because of the onion. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true that. Okay. Uh, now, I'm just getting rid of the paper on the outside. But here's my real trick about onions personally. Um, I have very, very bad eyesight, and I have contacts. Okay. And a couple of weeks ago, I was cutting a, an onion, and I decided not to put my contacts in. And I'm cutting the onion, and I'm starting to cry. And I'm like, darn it, I forgot to cut the root bulb out. That's what my problem is. <laughs> <laughs> I, anyway. I, I, thought, I thought because you couldn't see, that's why you have nine digits instead of ten now. But oh, I, I, I see you got ten Look, fingers. Yeah, I got so. ten. <laughs> I got ten. Not once does my husband have to take me to the emergency room for, <laughs> for missing digits. So would you like to know how to cut the onion? Also, the rest of, the rest of it. You ready? Go for it. All right, so if, if it's round, you make it flat. If it's mm -hmm. round, you make it flat, okay? Because you don't want to, you want your digits, okay? Mm -hmm. Ken, I'm going to have to go into knife skills. Here it is. I have okay. to. <laughs> I have to. I have to. So most people hold a knife like so, right? Uh -huh. Would you say most people hold a knife like so that just don't know how to hold a knife That's, how, that's how I hold it, whether, whether I'm cutting something or somebody's coming by me to scare me. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, watch if the knife slips. Yeah it slips because you don't have a good grip on it. Mm -hmm. So this is what you're gonna do. You're gonna put three fingers on the tang, or on the handle, okay? One finger here, the thumb on the other side, and then this index finger is butted up against the blade. Do you see that? Yep. So you're gonna hold your, your knife like so. You're gonna hold your knife like so, and round things flat. Your, your fingers are gonna be gripped like so. Right. Grip your fingers because you go like so, you might lose some. So we're gonna put them like so. and we're going to use the whole knife. Did you see how I used the whole knife? Yep. I didn't just chop down, use the whole knife. Okay. Very important. So some knife skills along with onion cutting skills. What do you know? What do you know? How about that? But anyhow, bonus. Gonna, own it. Is that what you said? Bonus. I oh, said bonus. Bonus. <laughs> so now, now I'm going to cut the onion without it slipping all over the place and losing digits. Right. Yep. So what you're going to do is you're going to score the onion, but not, you know, not all the way through. You're just not mm -hmm. going to go all the way through. Again, did you notice that I used my whole knife? Yeah. I used the whole knife, okay? And there we go. Now, quite honestly, this is, I chopped the onion up, and mm -hmm. I don't need chopped onions for my soup. I literally just did this right. Oops, sorry about that. Mm -hmm. Cabinet. Sorry, cabinet. <laughs> sorry, cabinet. Uh, I literally just did this, big pieces. Wow and threw it into my instant pot with sure. my mandolin because I didn't need small pieces in my soup because the instant pot will cook those down. They'll cook those right down. Let me get that out of the way. Back to knife skills. I know I flip flop, <laughs> You're right? You want a, a dull knife is a dangerous knife. Yes. A dull knife is a dangerous knife. Never scrape your knife against the bottom of the, against the cutting board. Although wood is much more gentle than anything else, you never scrape the knife. So if you want to pick stuff up, use a scraper yeah. or the back of your knife. But if you're using the back of your knife, you just might slide yeah. your finger on the top. So get yourself either use your hands because God made it, gave us hands. Let me use your hands. He did? Or, oh, awesome. <laughs> yes. yes. Look, use look your, at that. <laughs> Look at this idea. Holy so crap. <laughs> you're a riot. You're a riot. But now we've got some chopped onions. We'll use those for our salads when we make salads. Awesome. We're well, make salads. 
seconds. Well, before before we get to to salads, I want to comment on the soup, especially since uh, I'm literally three thousand miles away from you and I can't taste it, but it sounds amazing. Oh, I'm so, right oh wow! So it sounds like this in in my uh, vicarious knowledge of first responders and their jobs that this would be great for the firehouse if you're making it, you know, you know, I mean, you could be on a call at a moment's notice, uh, maybe do that, you know, in between, you know, some of the basic tasks of making sure the engine is, is all set, ready to go, and some of the other things that our great firefighters do, uh, or possibly, I would say, if you're a first responder spouse, especially a law enforcement spouse, whether you're male or female, we've got a lot of great female cops out there, and the men are doing the cooking at home or vice versa. It seems like, all right, you don't know when, when your spouse or your partner is going to be home from a long day that you know, this would be a good thing to make, whether he's going to be home or she's going to be home in, say, a half an hour or maybe three hours from now, you know it's going to be good. So it's what I'm getting at is it seems like that's good for those particular folks in the first responder family. Yes. And that it may be for, say, a police officer that's living alone that wants to still, still eat healthy. This may or may not be for him or her. Is that a good assessment that maybe one of your other meals would be good for them? I think all three of the, these meals that I'm talking okay. about would be good for everyone who lives a busy lifestyle especially the first responders that don't have a ton of time mm -hmm. and if hey if you do have a you're in the middle of, of throwing everything in the instant pot it's okay if you turned it on you can put keep warm and it mm. will stay warm and like in it like a crock pot so it'll keep it warm so if you're gone for for a, several hours it'll still be fine when you come home if you have to rush out because of an emergency um, so the number, so the number one takeaway is, if at your firehouse buy a damn Instapot, <laughs> at your home buy a damn Instapot. <laughs> that, yeah. That's the number one takeaway. Do you yeah. do you get do you get commission from Instapot? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> I just, just start. Love it. <laughs> I, I just love it. But you know, there's a couple of things I didn't tell you about what I Go put for in it. the soup. A couple of things I didn't tell you because I got sidetracked sidetracked with knife skills and onions <laughs> so i did throw an onion in there but i also threw in frozen vegetables mm -hmm. look you don't always have time to go to the store but when you go stock up on frozen vegetables i threw green beans in there i did have frozen broccoli i could have thrown in there but yeah. i'm like ah green beans are enough so throw in you know if you like your trilogy of the corn the bean what is that what is that um i can't remember the succotash if you like succotash, mm. put succotash in there. Whatever you want, throw it in because vegetables equal life. Vegetables are so important to you hmm. um, for your body. And then I also threw in a zucchini. I also threw in a zucchini at the, uh, on the top. It's important that you layer this properly. And of course, I used my mandolin. Of sure. course, I used my mandolin. But look what I did because remember, I'm lazy. And... <laughs> I'm trying to do this super quick and get this done. So I've, I've got other things to do, you know, and, <laughs> and, and I'm a hungry girl, you know, I'm very hungry and I'm sure you're very hungry. Did you see? I'm I getting hungry it? now. What's oh, that? wow. You see, I scored it. Yeah. So now when I go to slice it on my mandolin, keep that butt on the top. 
keep mm -hmm. this nubby on the top here because now it gave me a little handle so I didn't have to use that other piece. Shouldn't and you have still been wearing your damn glove? Yeah. <laughs> See, I caught you. <laughs> yeah, I should have been. We, we promote safety here on this show. <laughs> it is public safety talk radio, after all. <laughs> okay, oh. I should have been wearing the glove. But you see, now I have these chopped pieces of zucchini that I, that's what I threw in the top. Mm -hmm. Now, now, well, I'm not done. I depressurized the Instant Pot, which was probably the longest part of this entire process. Okay. And now i didn't even cut the chicken up did i tell you i didn't cut the chicken up you just did i yeah i didn't <laughs> cut the chicken up i'm gonna go in this is really hot but i can move it over so you can see it okay hold on a second let me get something let me get something i'm gonna go in with a pair of scissors and cut my chicken up with a pair of scissors okay I, you know what it's a mess to cut up chicken and then you have to deal with all of the bacteria that's on right. the cutting boards and all of that. This, it's all in here. And here's my big piece of chicken that I will go, my scissors are in the dishwasher right now, so I'm not gonna do it, but I'll just go in with a pair of scissors mm -hmm. and cut that up. Now you wanna know the magic to this soup? Of course there's, I do. There's magic to my soup, Ken. <laughs> You're gonna get a can of coconut milk. Hmm. You're gonna get a can of coconut milk and you are going to pour it in at the very end. Now, what does the coconut milk do? I mean, why, why specifically coconut milk in this? It makes it yummy, luscious, creamy. Okay. Also, coconut in itself is antiviral, antifungal, antibacterial. So if you can get more coconut into your life, the better. So in other words, eat more Almond Joys and Mounds. <laughs> Almond Joys are wonderful. <laughs> they are wonderful. I'm not going to deny you on that, but they do have a lot of sugar. And, you know, you might not want all of that sugar in your life. Mm -hmm. So eat as much coconut as you can. And it turned this into a luscious, creamy uh, soup that is that much more delicious. Honestly speaking, most, I mostly eat paleo. I mean, I hate to label myself because I you just did, but okay. Yeah, I did, but we're, we're here with Paleo Tina. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, lazy inspirational chef. No, um, you, you could put you could put cream in here if you wanted to put cream. I just find that the coconut milk can is a lot healthier for you because of the antiviral, antibacterial, anti-fungal um, effects. And we need as much as that as possible. When you go to serve this, serve it with a little cilantro yeah. or an avocado. Slice up an avocado, throw some fresh corn in there, throw some, a fresh corn chip on the side. Um, one more thing I didn't tell you, I put bone broth in there. Hmm. Because I don't have a lot of time and this is shelf stable, Jaro formula beyond bone broth. I like bone broth and it's great for anybody who's 45 plus because it gives you collagen, extra collagen, that's wonderful for your skin, connective tissue, as well as your digestive system, your mm. gut, okay? Now and I'm always, I'm always worried about my connective tissue, so that's, that's good, to, good to know. <laughs> if, anybody, if, you are, if, you, if you are on a statin drug, you really have to be worried about your connective tissue because there's, mm. an, there's a correlation there. 
um, but I'm not gonna talk too much about that. But this is a powder. I just mixed it with a little bit of water and poured that in there for the broth part of it. Some bone broth. I always get bone broth. Again, really good for your skin. You don't want wrinkles, Ken. Yeah, yeah, they they build they, they build characters. It looked like I got wrinkles. <laughs> anyway. I mean, I, I already I already don't have any hair, and now I'm gonna worry about wrinkles too. Oh no! Oh my gosh! <laughs> but All but right. getting getting back to what looks like an awesome soup, uh, I would assume because I am I do not like avocado, but I am a huge 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 fan of cilantro. I think I would eat it with just about anything. If I could eat it with peanut butter, I would. Uh, but I would assume that if you want it to be a little less fat, fatty, uh, and with a lot of taste, you would choose the cilantro over avocado. Although avocado is creamier, you know, da 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 da. da. But I'm a big cilantro I, fan. I would put them both. And, yeah. and the fat that you get from avocado is a good fat. Is incredibly good for your heart. Yeah. It's very it's a monounsaturated fat that is incredibly good for your heart. Well, that and, assumes that I have a heart. Yes, you do. You, <laughs> oh, of course you have a heart. But yes, use avocado. Eat I eat a, at least a half an avocado a day. Hmm. So yeah, avocado is really important for your brain health, your heart health, just life in general. Avocados are amazing. Interesting. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. So there's my soup. What do you think? Awesome. Awesome. I, you know what? I just, I just had breakfast, but I'm already ready for lunch and uh, to go on to the soup. Thank you for watching or listening to part one of quick nutrition for first responders. Part two of quick nutrition for first responders will be aired next week where we'll talk about quick and on the go meals that you can make as a police officer, firefighter, or any public safety professionals. Public Safety Talk Radio is produced by the POCUA. POCUA is a consortium of financial institutions serving law enforcement as well as other first responders and public safety professionals. To learn more about our association and to find one of our credit unions or service providers near you, go to www.policecreditunions.com. And always remember, if you aren't working with one of our POCUA credit unions, you're just banking with an institution that just so happens to serve first responders. As a public safety professional, you and your family deserve better. Find a POCUA credit union today.